0: You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. You, uh, you are currently a client kit client, and you have a really interesting business. Uh, you were you. I don't know if you still are, but you were at least an artisan soap maker.
1: I am still an artisan soap maker, which is kind of unusual, not your average career path. Uh, I started out in the corporate world, like many people, and worked in advertising and marketing research for 20 years, but I always had a thing where I like to make things, and I've been through all sorts of phases, pottery, knitting, crochet, and then one day I I stumbled upon making soap, and I realized I had no idea what soap actually was until I made some. And I liked it so much, I kept making it to the point where my house was totally covered with soap and started selling it. And I eventually left my corporate job to run the soap business full time. And it was such an exciting and crazy and challenging journey. That after about four years of doing it, I was asked to sort of mentor and help some other aspiring soap business owners. And that's kind of what led me to being in CK is launching a coaching business for aspiring artisan bath and body product producers and helping them kind of create the type of business that I was able to create.
0: That's uh, that's really fascinating because that that is not kind of the typical uh, client that we we take in. Well, typically the person that we bring in is is someone who, you know, maybe they already work with clients, but so it's really fascinating to see how something like this is applied to where you were in your life, to where you were working in corporate. You found something that was pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm interested to know about that journey from corporate to you becoming a artisan soap maker and why you made that leap, why you made that transition from the corporate world into doing your own thing. What what was the purpose behind that? What's kind of the backstory?
1: So, for the first couple of for the first year, I did the soap business as a side gig and kept my corporate job. And I worked for this wonderful company that was about a hundred people. I was senior leadership there, and then the company got bought by this monstrosity organization, forty thousand employees. They split up my team that I had spent years nurturing, gave everybody new roles, and I was. Fortunately, given my choice of a couple roles, but none of them were really what I wanted. Mm. And so I had moved to the mountains from Atlanta and there was a lot of limited, there was limited corporate jobs. So I either needed to take a heavy travel job or try something completely different. Mm. I had this soap business going and it was making some money. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. I was doing some consulting work on the side, uh, which I still do every now and then. And once I went full in with the soap business, I picked up A lot of wholesale accounts, which are essentially stores that sell my products for me. And that's where it really scaled. So Mm. it's interesting, even though traffic and funnels deals with a completely different type of industry typically, a lot of the challenges with scaling and mindset and how to sell, they still apply. And they've helped me actually be better with my own business with selling is and certainly with advising aspiring soap makers on how to build their businesses.
0: So what what is that? I mean, you've had success in the soap business and obviously you want to see that impact continue with other people, right? And maybe experience the same kind of freedom that you have uh, in the business that you built and with the scale. Tell us a little bit about like what your vision is and your desire uh, from what your experience in building a successful business um, that's really business to consumer. What is the impact that you are hoping to make or that you have already started to make with these other soap businesses?
1: A lot of the clients I work with have some mindset stuff they need to work out. They doubt that it's possible for them to create a business on their own. They doubt that there's enough demand for soap, which is kind of crazy because everybody uses it. Uh, So much of the work I do with them initially is just building up their confidence so that they can go out and Mm. find accounts for their business. And that was probably the biggest thing I got from CK when I initially joined. I was just came like a lot of people looking for some tactics. I thought my problem was I didn't have a good funnel. And I realized that I had, you know, mindset issues that I needed to work out on my own. And when I saw the impact that it had on me, I realized there were so many other people in my SOAP community that suffered from the same scarcity beliefs and sort of fear that was really holding back their potential.
0: Yeah. It's a great point that you made there talking about confidence, because I think that's where really it all starts, right? It's having the confidence in yourself to deliver whatever it might be, uh, whether it's a great product or a great offer or a great service. And then the confidence to actually put yourself out on a limb, right? Because coming in and and launching a consulting offer or coaching offer um, is completely different than what you were probably used to.
1: Oh, yeah. I In the corporate world, I never had to sell anything. And I, I worked alongside very talented salespeople, but that pressure was never on me. So when I launched the coaching business, that was a completely new skill set I had to develop, as well as pressure to learn how to handle. And even just the whole process of selling and sort of probing for pain and all that stuff, that was all completely new. And something I fortunately was able to learn through CK, but I did not walk in with that skill set at all. I'd sold soap to wholesale accounts, but the price point's lower, there's not a lot of risk, and it's literally a product they're reselling. So that, you know, is still a different thing than trying to sell professional services.
0: So let's talk about that because I think that's an important point where you know some people they haven't paid any dues, right? They haven't put in the time or the money or the effort to to develop some kind of expertise. You did, right? You have an expertise in creating a product and being able to sell that product via the wholesalers, right? So now you have an expertise and you can help other people. So the reason why I think this is pretty fascinating is because you are B2C with your expertise. I mean, a lot of people, they question their expertise. A lot of people struggle with, I, I don't know if I have value to offer the world, you know, but you're here like this really interesting niche and, you know, something that was a passion that grew into something bigger than you probably thought originally would. And now you see the, the possibility and the opportunity, not only to scale your revenue, increase, you know, your revenue and your growth, but also make that impact on other people. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Honestly, when I joined CK, I had a different offer. I was going to do marketing for local businesses in my town because I had a scarcity issue. I thought if Mm. I go and train other soap makers, it's going to hurt my business. And it took me mentoring someone else right around when I first joined Client Kit to realize that's kind of ridiculous. This woman I'm helping, she's in Chicago. She's a thousand miles away. We're not competing for the same business at all. And it made me, and I had a chat with Ben where I really understood that scarcity was something that was affecting me and this journey that I could go on. I'd thought of this idea of coaching soap makers a while ago, but thought it was a foolish business move and realized after joining Client Kit that my other offer wasn't as good of a fit for my skills as coaching soap makers. And I pivoted, pretty much started from scratch created this new offer and just went out and I was amazed at how many people were desperate for my help. So I think mm. sometimes people don't realize their, their skill until they can talk about it with someone else. And that's why it's really hard to do this on your own because you can look in the mirror, but if you have any kind of limiting beliefs, you're not going to be able to see what your true value is that you can add to a market. And sometimes outside perspective is, is critical in that part which is why I don't think I could have done this without the team of Traffic and Funnels because I never would have been able to see what opportunity was right in front of me if someone else hadn't kind of helped me uh, along that journey.
0: Sure, you on! Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that probably most of us to some degree or, or the other have limiting beliefs, right, in some area. And that's one of the things that Tata and I have learned and we might doubt ourselves to some degree with something that we're doing in our business. And even though we might think it's right, sometimes just having someone in your corner say, yes, do it, jump, leap, you know, just go for it is like you said, that pivot, that like that small tweak that you end up getting the biggest results from. And so many people, I think um, a lot of times when they're looking at growing a business or launching a new offer, you know, they're looking for the big, massive tidal wave of a difference, right? Does that make sense? As opposed to like, what is that, that one little thing, that one small pivot that, that I can make, that one move that has a massive compound effect, massive domino effect. So uh, I'm glad that you brought that up. So if you guys are out there and you're, and you're watching this and you're at a place where you don't have clarity, something like this is really a great point to make in why it's important for you to be in the right environment and having the right people in your corner to say either jump, go for it, do it, or no, that is the wrong the wrong direction, right? And the people that are going to say, no, that's the wrong direction are not just opinionated people, right? But it's actually people who've been down that direction and they've found for themselves that, yeah, that's the worst direction you could go. So before CK, you have like a, a completely different offer in mind. Came in, they're like, holy crap, that's not the way for me to go. I'm going to pivot, go this way. So you had no clients before ClientKit and coming into ClientKit with the changes, being agile right, with your offer. uh, Where are you at now with clients? How many clients have you signed on this new offer?
1: I have six and I'm doing a great job. They've all gone out and gotten their own wholesale accounts or close to it, which was really what they came it's to amazing be, was the confidence to be able to do it. One of the biggest issues that they struggle with, and I did initially, was making your target audience as narrow as possible. And this sort of avatar concept that people initially come in, they want to serve everybody, they want to make soaps for the entire world, but you cannot market to the internet. And, you are, if you, and I, I tell my clients, if you do that, you're yeah. competing with Amazon and Walmart. And we just don't have the budget to do that. Um, so that was something I also learned myself through client kit was that the more specific I was with the the target that I serve, the easier it is to find them and have them come to me via my messaging. And I think I've seen other people come into client kit too, that are still very broad with who they want to work with. And if you're doing that, you're going to struggle because you're essentially speaking to no one. And that the more specific you are with your mm-hmm ideal customer the more successful you'll be finding them and that was true for me and it's absolutely true for the clients that i've been working with as well
0: yeah yeah. real quick what is your your offer can you just give us a quick rundown of what you actually how you actually help people
1: sure i have a 12-week coaching program and i train people on four areas uh sales which is really for wholesale selling marketing just how to talk about their products in a more compelling way than just what the ingredients are. Uh, mindset, which is how to think like a business owner instead of a hobbyist. Mm. And the fourth part is systems, which is teaching people how to scale production and track their financials, which a lot of hobbyists, they don't do that. They just make products because it's fun. When they transition yeah. to being a business owner, they're like, am I profitable? I have no idea. Uh, so I help them make that transition to having you know grounded financial tracking and production tracking. that
0: So it shows the power of having an awesome offer, right? And then having people that are starving for that offer. When you combine those two things, you'll be at a place where you just won't, you won't have to worry about money again. Because this goes back to Gary Halbert. I don't know if you've heard of Gary Halbert. He's an old school uh, copywriting guy. Probably one of the best has ever been. He talks about his thing. He'd always go when he'd launch a new product. He would go find the market first, find a starving crowd, and then he'd create something to feed that crowd. And so a lot of you who are watching, you might be at a place where you just don't know, you know, like if you're like Molly and she's in this really interesting, you could even, I guess, call it obscure kind of market that's not typical B2B type situation. It's just, it's so amazing how much opportunity is out there. If you have the ability to get someone a result Right, you paid your dues. You actually were were in it. You still are in it. You're you're part of this business. You're not like something you just thought of, like, oh yeah, maybe I'll go do this, you know, one day and just. And so I think that's a difference, and that's really important to point out. Like, if you're out there, you're watching this, and you have a skill set, you have an expertise, and we were talking about this yesterday with Tim. It's like it gets to a, a point and a place where you have an obligation to help people, right? Because you have the ability to impact. And I think at the end of the day, aside from the money, that's the most important thing is being able to make impact. So with that being the case, what's what's next for you? Like, what do you where do you see yourself six months down the road, a year from now?
1: Well, there's a lot more aspiring soap business owners out there that I can help. I've been a lot of Facebook groups where there'll be like 11,000, 18,000. That's a lot of people. So far, yeah. I've six. So I think there's still plenty of, uh, people there who could need my help. And as a, this business scales, I can expand to other artisan industries. I mean, let's say you're a really skilled potter or a clothing designer. I mean, the, the concepts still kind of apply yeah. in terms of how to sell and scale your production. Uh, and I'd love to expand beyond simply just soap and bath and body products to help other artisan producers make a business out of their craft.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. It's it's amazing how much opportunity is in even small niches like this. I was I met someone who she's in the knitting market. She does events, online events in the knitting market. It's a seven figure business. And it's just i don't like every time I hear something like that, I'm just blown away.
1: I meet mean, I I've sold at a lot of events over the years and I meet other producers and you know, people who make like dog treats. They can that can become an incredibly lucrative industry. Uh, so it doesn't even just limit to sort of what you would call considered or crafts. Uh, yeah. Anybody who likes to make something <clears throat> and is good at making it and wants to make a business out of it. Uh, I'd love to help them make that dream come true.
0: So you had an expertise before you came into client kit and obviously that you've had, there's a big difference from then until now, what was really, if you could say there's one thing that really was holding you back or keeping you in a snare. What would you say that one thing was that you were able to change and tweak to where you see kind of like an open runway now for your future?
1: Well, I stayed in a corporate career out of fear. I thought that mm. I had to. that was the only way to <coughs> support my family and pay the mortgage and that kind of thing. And I, I really had limiting beliefs that it was possible to have consistent income as a consultant or self-employed person. And the people that I you know, grew up with as a professional, they all drank that same Kool-Aid and it's very, you're sort of surrounded by like-minded professionals who think that is the only path. My husband still thinks that's, that's the safe, responsible path. So kind of breaking free of some of those limiting beliefs that that is the only journey you can take and still be successful. Um, I had to just basically decide one day, I'm just not going to be held back by fear anymore. Because my, you know, you only go around once. This is my my shot.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're conditioned for that. Honestly, that's a whole another topic conversation. Uh, but there's so many people who are afraid. So many people that are fearful. You know, and and if you are in that place, and you know, you have value to offer the world. You do. Even you might be in corporate. We've had many clients who have come out of corporate because over the years they've de- they've developed an expertise but they've been trapped for so long they've been very unhappy, underappreciated, unhealthy and to make that transition is so life-giving. So if that's you, I just want to encourage you, uh, there's so much more available to you, you know, than what you are currently experiencing. Um and you can have a fulfilled, happy life and work with amazing people. So what would be your kind of your last words of encouragement or thoughts? Anything you want to you want to give to people out there who are who are listening.
1: One of the struggles I've had with working for myself, which I've now done for four years, is it can be really easy to get lost running in circles. And mm. I found that my, the team of my peers at Client Kit were an unexpected surprise in how incredibly encouraging and motivating they are. Watching the others have success makes me feel like I want to do that too. I want to I want to try whatever they tried and it worked for them. And so I have found that sort of that's my team. Mm. And I I loved that in my corporate days and miss that working on my own. And that is one of the things that I've just found amazing about this environment is the people who are on the sidelines, my sort of my work friends now who are yeah. building their own businesses and watching them succeed and feeding off of their encouragement. I mean, it, it's, so much more motivating than I would have ever expected. And it's, it's great.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time.
1: Good chatting with you.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming on and full disclaimer. Actually, I love soap very much. It's <laughs> a weird, there's a weird thing. My wife, that's like all she gets of me for my birthday and Christmas is soap. so. To hook um, up. Yeah. If you want to hook me up, I'm down with that. No, but uh, if you're listening and you're at a place maybe where, you think you have some expertise and you're not sure how, you know, how to structure that. And maybe you're stuck in corporate. Maybe you're at a place where you're, you're just living in a fearful place and you want to talk about uh, what's possible for you. And with like how Molly's structured this offer, where now she's fulfilled from making an amazing impact. She's making great revenue. She's signing clients. She's gaining momentum if you're interested in, in getting that for yourself, then you should connect with us and see what's possible for you. You know, how you can have a plan that's customized with your offer, what assets you might have in place that you have no clue, you know, that's available to you. Connect with us, trafficandfunnels.com slash apply. And, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, talk to you. Molly, you've been great. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, connect soon.
1: Have a good day.